Welcome back to Techies, the podcast about simplifying our lives one gadget at a time. I am, I'm sorry, this is episode uh, 77 for Sunday, February, or February, however you want to say it, 11th, 2018. I'm Shane, and as per the usual, we have also here with us, Tony. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. How are you doing today? I'm okay. I'm all right. Not too bad. I, I I got up late today, so it's been pretty uneventful so far. Sounds great. What about you? <laughs> I kind of got up a little early. I couldn't sleep much. Mm, gotcha. <laughs> and some yeah, I saw more snow came, which is well. Oh yeah, that also took up part of my day, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Like an hour or whatever, manual shoveling and stuff. Shoveling, manual shoveling. But we also have a returning special guest today, Mr. Richard Webster. Richard, what is going on? Richard. Dude, (laughs) thanks for having me, man. Yeah, Yeah. glad you you made it back here. Oh, I forgot to mention. Absolutely. uh, Matt is on assignment. I forgot to mention that. Yep. But uh, (laughs) glad you could make Um, it back here. I got some big shoes to fill. Oh, well, yeah, it's actually... (laughs) Yeah, but yeah. no, no, I don't know. That's the, yes, but no, but I'm. You guys are both great. You're both great. I'm not trying to say one's better than the other. <laughs> yeah, you guys are awesome. Woohoo! Yeah. All right. Uh, Tony, Man. I'm not drinking anything. I got nothing in front of me right now. Richard. Yes, I have uh, some uh, uh, pure. What is it? Pure leaf, uh, unsweet tea. Ooh, I do get nice. that every once in a while. Nice. Well, mm. you guys can take your pick. I've got usual. Oh, here usual. we go. Shane has to have at least three beverages. Go usual. on. Usual. And uh, within this uh, maple flavored, it's weird. It looks like the name of this beer, and maybe I had this once before. It looks like the name of it's Kristen, but it's actually, it says, so it's Lakefront, and it says Kristen, Ooh. but then it also says made a smoked maple Weizenbach, ale brewed with maple syrup. So, but it actually tastes like well, bacon. It really tastes like bacon. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty that good. Amazing. <laughs> it's kind of, you know, interesting with you getting that beer and you liking it, despite the fact that you it's like bacon. a country breakfast. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, don't, right. Um, that's more the texture of bacon. I don't appreciate as much. I don't know. But I do. What get was the it. first thing in the cup you said? I, I didn't hear that part. It's just wine. It's just down. the usual wine. <laughs> uh, usual wine and beer. Yep. That's you bet. Nice. Don't, don't drink, kids. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's bad for your liver. Yeah. <laughs> Moving right along. News. Who needs spectacles? Snap this tiny camera onto your own sunglasses for less. Pogocam is a tiny camera that magnetically attaches to any pair of glasses. Well, that's not even true, but... Uh, <laughs> I don't know why they put that in the <laughs> subtext there, but this is according to CNET. And so PogoCam is a, they say it's chapstick-sized, um, you know, container chaps. I think it actually looks a little smaller than that personally, but it's a camera that snaps onto glasses or sunglasses. 
and stores <clears> up <throat> to uh, or about 100 pictures or two minutes of continuous 720p video. The camera snaps onto a man- magnetic strip embedded into the arm of the frames. They are expected to cost around 150 bucks, which is about 20 more than the Snapchat Spectacles, which I wasn't too familiar with personally. Though you'll likely pay double for those since the easiest way to get them is through online resellers. That's according, that's referring to the Snapchat spectacles. Um, yeah, yeah, that you'll apparently um, most likely pay uh, more for those. Unfortunately, Pogocam is only compatible with frames with their partner brands, which a couple they listed were Argus and Foster Grant, but will ship with a pair of sunglasses of your choosing. You'll also need to remove the device from your glasses. Um, in order to, uh, to actually share your photos, you have to put it into one of these Bluetooth-enabled cases. Um, but then from there, you're a lot, you can go ahead and um, share to multiple sources. But what you're not able to do then, because you have to remove it, is to do any kind of live streaming. So the, my thing with these mm. is they, they look a heck of a lot slicker than than like google glass did at the time <laughs> um mm-hmm. so I, I like it for in that sense because it just it does mostly blend in to the frame of the glasses um but i don't really think it's something that i would really be interested in i, I get it like they showed and, and i remember seeing in the in the sort of promo video for this that you know they showed where like a kid starts taking his first steps or something and he's got them on right away and just is able to take it like that's oh, kind of yeah. cool for something like that. Like they're they're handy, but I mean I don't usually wear glasses anyway, so um, doesn't really work for me. I guess if if you're already wearing frames, uh, sure why not? <laughs> but you can learn <laughs> more about this at pogotech.com. That's p-o-g-o-t-e-c.com. So Richard, is this anything that you have any interest in remotely by chance? Uh, I mean, I'm totally about videoing. I mean, I've got four kids and I got one on the way. So um, I'm constantly having the camera out, um, videoing pictures. Um, but honestly, I think we're we're beyond this kind of like tech. I mean, I think that um, for what it is, I don't know. Should we get, shouldn't we get more than two minutes of video out of it mm-hmm. for even the size? I'm, I'm, yeah. To me, for the for you know to be something the size of a chapstick. Man, we should. I mean, you should be able to at least uh, throw like a 32 or 64 gig uh, micro SD in it and be able to, you know, get a couple, maybe an hour or two out of it. Right. You know, um, it just seems like uh, like we we should be beyond the this stage in technology. Right. To the masses. And I will say, I believe this was a Kickstarter type of project, so I'm sure it was tough getting mm-hmm. off the ground, and and they don't have as much money kind of backing them up as a big corporation or something. So maybe that has something to do with the lack of um, storage space, but yeah, I guess you got to start you know, somewhere for, for its size. It should have definitely been able to put a, like a, like a micro SD in that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Make it, make it, make it a little flatter, a little wider, throw, sure. throw a micro SD in there. And then, then I, then I'd be, that'd be something I might be interested in. Gotcha. Yeah, well, maybe, you know, sooner or later, if they keep, uh, if they sell enough of these things, that, that could be a possibility, I suppose. Yeah. What do you think, Tony? Are you going to use one of these? Uh, I do wear glasses, but I don't know. I just, like, anytime you see, like, and I think Google got this, got crap for this, too, where, like, the whole term of glass hole came from. Like, 
you know, you've seen somebody with glasses on with a camera on it, and then you're like, oh, my God, are you taking my picture now? Are you taking my video? Mm-hmm. You know, there's that, that that privacy or, you know, you know mm-hmm. that obtrusion of just, like, what what's happening? Where are you taking my images, or, or are you doing this kind of either without my consent, or should I be worried? You know, just, I, I, I and maybe you said this, I don't know, but what's the demographic of the, the customer for this? Who, who would be using this? Is this someone who... Who wants to go GoPro but doesn't have GoPro money? Is that kind of the thing? Or I see middle age, honestly. <laughs> okay. I don't see. I, I don't. I don't see millennials wearing something like this. They got. Yeah. I honestly see uh, middle age. You know, forties and up maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I totally. I mean, like with the, the kids, I see definitely like tourists or people with kids maybe, but I don't see anybody wearing this daily. Right. Yeah, not daily. You'd have to do it for a little bit because, yeah, you're not getting much what you said with the storage. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, maybe someone, hello, I don't know if you spent, how much was it, 150 Yeah. what I saw? Mm-hmm. Eh, I, I don't know. And <laughs> then what is Snapchat spectacles? What is, I don't even know. I, I, I've heard of those. Is that is that what that is what is being compared to? Or does that just go right to Snapchat? Yeah, that's at least what CNET was comparing it to. And I get. I suppose. And does that have more storage or anything? I that I I don't it. know. I I am not. Uh, I I am I'm not versed in the Snapchat spectacles at all, honestly. So. Spectacles. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what. If it, if you got me to if you got me to 1080, with a with a 10 <laughs> or 12 megapixel. Let's make a deal. And a, and a really good frame with a net micro SD. I'll buy it for sure. 100 percent. I'd buy it. Nice. All right. Yeah. There you go. Sure. Sure. There you go. Ten seconds on that, for your Pogo. perspective, hands-free. Uh, Ten to thirty seconds is spectacles, uh, or the Snapchat spectacles. Hmm. So it's sort of similar. I don't know. I, I'm not getting. I'm just quickly going through their little website, but I don't know what their you know storage is. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's gonna allow you to put a large SD in there. You, you know, if right. you're gonna restrict it to like thirty-two me- thirty-two gigs, like ah, forget it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Gotcha. All righty. Well, Tony, what are you talking about this evening? Oh, yes. Let's get to my thing. That's right. I'm talking today. <laughs> um, all right. Mine's from PC Mag, and it's how to watch the 2018 Winter Olympics online. And um, this pretty much just went through, um, you know, different, you know, whether you have different devices or you know, streaming services, uh, kind of that route. It didn't really go over like, the main point is if you have like a TV with an antenna, you can watch the Olympics on NBC for, for free if you at least have those devices. You know, you don't have to subscribe to anything. But other than that, if you want to go through, um, you know, your phone or, you know, uh, over the Internet or, you know, an Apple TV or something like that, these are kind of the ways to do it. And the first one is, well, obviously, the first one is, you know, NBCOlympics.com, which is obviously through your computer. And um, NBC is the official network of the games and um, they paid four billion dollars. I don't know when they paid, but just to get the rights to do that through 2020. Um, and this basically, you can see everything. You can see it on demand. Um, you can see the highlights. You can watch whatever's going on live, um, and also replay. You know anything like that. But and this is going to be consistent. You need to, you need to have already have a, a cable subscription through some sort of. Whether uh, some sort of service, whether that be uh, Spectrum or you know Comcast or, or whoever you might have it with, but you're it'll it uh, paywall will come up. You'll have to go there. But I went there right now, NBCOlympics.com, and they will give you 
like a half hour. Like you, I just clicked on live, and they'll give you like a half hour before you have to put credentials in. So mm, nice. I mean, you can kind of watch. You, know, you get a little something. So um, and I still kind of have it going in the background there. So they'll give you a little something there. Um, that is sure a hefty price tag too. Dang, four yeah. billion. Yeah, four billion, and I, it's worldwide. Four it's billion worldwide advertisements. Yeah. Um, the next thing is kind of what I did last night or, or the night before because Kate wanted to see, and I kind of did for a little bit just to see what the opening, um, the opening ceremony was, and that mm. was NBC Sports app, and they're on like iOS and Android and Windows devices, um, and I did download it, you know, on my Apple TV, but again, boom, you need, um, boom, oh, yeah, you need you need a subscription of uh, a cable subscription. Uh, I should also mention that it's on Roku, Comcast, Amazon Fire, and the Xbox, too. And also Samsung Smart TVs. Xbox One only? <laughs> Xbox. I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Maybe well, not. that's it. The Xbox, this article said. So <laughs> I'm sure it's also either the by, Xbox. Written by 40 to... <laughs> Make sure you don't get the knockoff version. Yeah, I'm sure there's one out there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then also what I didn't know is uh, there's also NBC Sports has VR. There's a... Uh, there's some. There's going to be some. I don't. I don't know exactly what what's showing, but there's going to be some uh, events showing for virtual reality. Um, and I did. What I went to NBC's Olympics website just to kind of get a little bit more. And I guess they're partnering with Intel to provide this uh, this content for VR. And there's over 50 hours of live VR coverage, or there will be if there isn't yet. Um, and it's the different headsets could be Windows Mixed Reality, um, the Samsung Gear VR, the Oculus. Um, and then if you don't have a headset, um, you can kind of use the Google Cardboard. Um, also, there's the Google the Daydream. Uh, that's also a headset. Um, and then you can download the uh, the apps, whether on your... I know you have Google, or you have the Cardboard chain. I know you tried this. You can what's, maybe do this if you download day, the iOS what is Daydream? Uh, app. Daydream is Google's uh, version of uh, VR. They're, they're, it's either a platform, or it's a oh. service, or it's an app. I'm not exactly sure, but I know it's something with Google. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, that'll you know after you download the app, then you also have to put in your your subscription Cred- of something. Credentials. Okay. What's that? Uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think they were talking. I don't know if snowboarding or uh, figure skating were a couple of the that you should be able to see in like the VR. So it'd be kind of cool just to see it. Just like you know, like kind of look around with your head. Or I'm guessing it's 360 or 180. I think it depends. I think there was a couple options for there on their website. Um, and then the next one was Sling TV, which I know this was a box at one point that kind of switched more to a service. Mm. Um, so it's, it's almost, I think, yeah, it, it's almost like a, um, I almost, I don't want to say it's like Hulu, but it's almost like a, it provides content kind of like Hulu maybe did in its earlier days. I know Hulu's like farther up there now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, the Sling Blue customers can watch the Olympics on their computers, mobile devices, set-top boxes. And gaming consoles, but they didn't really specify which ones. So I'm guessing probably anything where you can download the app for. Um, but then they kind of talked about um, people that lived in certain cities have access to all live NBC coverage. And they listed a whole bunch of cities. I didn't really want to um, list them all right here. Um, but um, I, I'm not too sure if that if that's if the Sling Blue customers are only uh, in those cities. Or like if I, I, I mean, my city it wasn't in here. But if I sign up for Sling TV as a Blue customer, I'm guessing I still have access to these games. Um, but I'm not too sure. Um, they really didn't go into that too too much. It looks um, like it looks like you can still get the Sling Box, by the way. 
Oh yeah, actually, I remember setting four. one of those up for yeah. one of our friends. Yeah, it looks like there's four different models right now. And then they oh, know, wow. it's weird that maybe Sling TV is on a separate website. It does say also that Dish Network must own them or at the bottom. I noticed. Oh, oh interesting. Yeah, they definitely have some affiliation. I, I think uh, Sling definitely made the right choice going more of a service base. Yeah. Uh, you know, a, a lot of people are. Uh, Everyone like a lot of people cutting the cord, right? So they don't have a service to sling to a device. Exactly. And, uh, so it was very uh, smart for them to switch gears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, it's weird. Yeah. There's that is a separate uh, website. Sling.com is is Sling TV, and then Slingbox.com is for the Slingbox. Is is it actually the same? You think, or is it? Oh, I may mm. I kind of. By the name, I made the. Assumption I did too. <laughs> Unless one bought the other at some point. But yeah. I don't know. I'm not seeing anything offhand that that suggests one or the other. <laughs> but yeah. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that's um, oh, and then the last thing was there's hundreds of hours of events will be split across CNBC, NBC, CN or SN, NBC, SN, and USA, <laughs> and will be available to all Sling Blue customers. How so, many? Um, I think there's just different networks in there. So. Oh, I guess. Um, oh, and then the last one was what? I don't know. It just reminded me, like all the like MSNBC, CNBC, NBC, Oh yeah! Like, holy cow! <laughs> it just yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of them. Yeah. ASDF. Um, <laughs> JKL so, semicolon. That's my favorite one. Yeah, by far. <laughs> um. So then the last one that they had on this article was Hulu with live TV. And the subscribers get all of NBC's coverage with the $39.99 monthly service, which that kind of sounds a little bit up there. But, I mean, I mean, if you're – well, that can be a different day story about cutting the cord versus not. But um, So you do get a lot of that with that. So you can watch um, on anything that Hulu's on. That's basically on everything, the consoles, um, anything from you know your Apple TV to I, – I don't know if it's on a Fire Stick or anything like that. I would think so. It's on – those are pretty much on everything. And then your mobile devices, I know it's on like your iOS device too. Um, and then if you're not too sure on that, they'll do give you a, I know Hulu does give you a one week free trial um, to see what service you might like with that. So if you want to go with that or or not. Um, so yeah, um, it, it sounds like, you know, you, if your cheapest option is if you got a TV and again, you know, an HD antenna and you can get to NBC, you're good to go. But I suppose you are limited to back in the 10 to 20 years ago, maybe more 20 years ago, when you could just watch it live in your area and you didn't have the instant replays, you didn't have the on-demand that a lot of, you know, the internet provides you with now that we kind of take for granted with a lot of services. So um, that's kind of how you have it right now. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Do you guys even like the Olympics? Do you guys? <laughs> do you guys watch? I don't really, uh, honestly. You know, uh, my wife Angie gets into it, um, but I, I don't. I mean, I'll watch it if she wants to watch it, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. I'll watch it if it's on at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. yeah, I feel like I need to make more of an effort because some of that stuff really does interest me. I just don't go out of my way to watch mm-hmm. it normally for whatever reason. What? I feel like if you're interested in something, you shouldn't need to make that much of an effort, right? Right. 
Some yeah, of you it's should like, want to. You should want to make that effort. Some of it's like, it yeah, feel like it. as an American, I need to watch our country succeed at the Olympic Games. <laughs> but, I will say if I'm channel surfing and, I'm, and I see some Olympics, I might stop for 10 seconds versus two. So I yeah. might get a little bit. Ooh, if that were a website, well, that would be huge. <laughs> huge. <laughs> I don't know. what. <laughs> like, like if you were... The, the whole website bounce rate thing, like 10 seconds is, is probably... A, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, well, just so you know, right now, just because I still have it on, is looks like men's figure skating, and I have 13 minutes left. <laughs> Wait, what? Before I'm done. Before, Canada. Before you're done? Before it's done, because they give you uh, oh. 30 minutes of the free... Uh, Oh, streaming stuff. Yeah. I will say the ski jumping is pretty cool. See I do like that. Fly through the air for yeah. like ever, and they, like you know, it. like they're literally like Superman for a few I, seconds. I do like that too. Bobsledding um, so I... is something I was just telling someone about that I was pretty interested in. Um, I'm sorry, it's kind of cool, and but then also uh, the luge is is similar. I mean, more dangerous, I'm, I'm sure, but <laughs> but sure. yeah, the fact that you're going as fast as you are on your back and. I don't know. Kind of neat. <laughs> Snowboarding I like, too, but I never see it. Curling? Um... <laughs> Curling, I've seen that. It's so weird. Right. It's, it's almost <laughs> cool because it's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, cool. I'm gl- I didn't realize there were as many options out there as there are, Tony. Thanks for... I think there uh... has to be with all these devices nowadays. Oh, yeah. Thanks I'm sure all, every that. service wants to be on every device just because that's more, what, ad revenue? That's, at the very least, that's more everything. If they're on your device, then they're winning. Mm-hmm. Right. Thanks for doing all that research. Yeah. And next, what we're going to talk about is what grinds our gears. You know what really grinds my gears? And this is, uh, if you haven't watched the program before or listened to the program, uh, this is tech we feel needs improvement, and today is kind of a weird one. It's, and I, yeah, there was one I was telling Tony. There was one topic that someone mentioned to me that I I couldn't remember offhand. So, so instead, what I'm going with is something that's uh, more recent, which is uh, <laughs> as of today, salt spreading. And <clears throat> for whatever reason, this is something that it really grinds my gears. All right. It, Essentially, because if you get well, you know, one thing I didn't write down here is just even getting obtaining salt. So first of all, I've learned, you know, through the years since I've had my own places, <laughs> that it's not cost effective to get anything but the the giant thing of uh, of uh, rock salt from, or you know, what do they call it? Uh, softener salt, right? From, yes, uh, from yes. the gas stations. Even if it is, um, you know, I hate to hear that it's apparently bad on dog's paws or whatever um but i mean you'd go through a whole like if you get one of those little things you're gonna go through that every time it you know you need to every time there's ice basically (laughs) Um, well he has like 15 to 20 bucks for one of those big bags with all the you know calcium chloride and all the extra chemicals and junk and stuff right (laughs) exactly so (laughs) that's just the first uh part that that bugs me but uh along with that if you try to spread it out if you're just like trying to put it out like bird seed it's just 
super inefficient, I think. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sure that's what most people actually have to end up doing. But not only not only are you does it take longer and and all that, but you're not going to have it. At, you know, it's not going to be spread out consistently in theory, right? So, so yeah. what I ended up switching to or trying at one point, I, I've I've had a couple of different. Um, of these is, is sort of the seed spreaders that, that are, I think they're also, they're meant for spreading other things. And, and I think salt is, is potentially one of those, but those things really do jam up pretty easily. Um, have you, have either of you by chance used one of those before? We yes. didn't, oh, we didn't feed spreader. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anything like, yeah. Yeah. And what, what is, what, yeah, what is your experience? That yours doesn't no, my... jam up. Well, here's the thing. I have noticed it jams up if you use older stuff or if it's sat in there and got a little wet and then hardened. Maybe it jams up if you put um, salt in it. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> That's what I'm asking. Have you guys used it for spreading salt? Yes, I have. No, I have. Actually, um, okay. I've got a bigger one that you can you know push you know, with, and you can put a whole bag in or uh, you can use the hand one. Now, I have used the, the, the one where you push it uh, and it does jam up. And you got to, yep. you know... Stick a broom handle down there and try to get, but the little handheld one I've tried. Um, here's the thing it's effective, but I live on a corner, mm-hmm. and it, mm-hmm. it, you know how many times I'd have to have to refill that thing 20 times to, mm-hmm. to do my sidewalk. So, honestly, what I do now is I take an old coffee can with a garbage can, I fill up the garbage can, and I just go walk down the sidewalk, dragging it behind me, and I sure. dump it out. Do you with have the wheel? coffee can. wheels I mean, on your honestly, garbage can? Uh, you know, a little Rubbermaid. Garbage can, so not no, not like, not like Home Alone, creepy guy garbage can. But not there's no wheels on the on the garbage can though. No. Okay, okay gotcha. Okay, yeah. So so the the one that I've um, at this point that I'm that I'm still using again is actually the hand one, and I um, that's the first thing I had tried um, at my old place, and then when I moved to my new place, I ended up getting one of the push ones that I think you were referring to, um, and that well first off that thing was just kind of a giant pain to actually assemble first. And then it, it worked pretty well. And it even had, it was kind of neat. It had like a cover over, that you put over the top. It holds a lot of salt. You put a cover over the top and then it's got these little weighted flaps on the side. So that if you want to put that, mm. put those down so that the salt doesn't go everywhere, you know, on the sides. Um, but it, <laughs> the problem <laughs> that lasted, that lasted like one, uh, one season for me because the cable broke oh. on it. Um, the cable from the, I'm trying to remember how it even worked now, but you know, it kind of like a lawnmower has a, has the, the cable from, uh, the top of the handle down to the, down to the actual motor portion of it. Um, mm-hmm. I think that was used, that was used for adjusting the, uh, the amount that got spread out, you know? Yeah. And, um, well, the only other issue with that when it was working was that you couldn't actually go like I couldn't go easily up onto my my patio stoop doing that, which was um, eh, it was a little bit of an inconvenience there. Um, not that there's a lot on the patio stoop that you have to actually salt, you know. But mm-hmm. but I'm not using that anymore because that cable broke. I mean, I'm sure there's I could get a replacement cable or something if I really wanted to. But I did switch back now to the hand one. It's been working. It's been working okay. What, you just kind of got to get used to it. Like it still jams up a lot on me, but but once when it does that, it just got a quick quick mess with the dial on it, and and it seems to work okay. And it I, it, it gets it done pretty fast, honestly. But I do I don't live on a corner, so that's something I hadn't really considered. I could imagine you needing to refill it a lot. Um, oh yeah, but mm-hmm. because of that, I. Um, I think I refill it, you know, once 
um, usually when I'm when I'm salting. But mm-hmm. the other the thing that that came to mind, I I don't know. Do you guys happen to know if they make snowblowers that that do this, <laughs> like just have like a a salt device on the back? Because that seems like <laughs> that seems like something they should have. I don't know. <laughs> If they uh, don't, I've never seen it, but that's actually not a bad idea. I mean, yeah, maybe like a riding one. <laughs> yeah, it could do that too. It sure. definitely have to be on a bigger two stage, you know, something yeah. that can, uh, you know, push itself. You know, those little tiny single stage two cycle guys. They, mm-hmm. you know, they got pretty wimpy wheels, and uh, you're going back and forth a lot. You're probably gonna re keep on re salting the same area yeah, with those exactly. big two stages guys. Exactly. They make one pass. That may actually not be a bad uh, little attachment for the back end of it. Sure. Yeah, that could be something. Just little little things. You may have <laughs> something there, uh, Shane. <laughs> Go ahead. Feel free idea. to take my idea. Patent pending. Patent pending. I'm not. I'm not making this thing. So. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm taking. <laughs> I think that'll about do it for our grinds, our gears. Let's start talking about some experience. I did have one. What's that? I did have one. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Why? I I, I wish that they made more um, uh, technology compatibility for old technology. Mm. Right? Um, My house is filled with, like, late 90s and early 2000s gadgets, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like I ha- sometimes have a hard time throwing that kind of tech away. And sometimes you can use it and repurpose it, but sometimes you can't. Um, but I wish that, that uh, they would allow you to utilize more of that stuff um, with newer tech. Um, you mm-hmm. know, for example, uh, just, just for totally for example, like uh, the new with the uh the fire tv stick right um you know there's games and stuff on there and i play with my my kids it's kind of hard to play with the remote and you can get a bluetooth remote if you went and get the amazon one it's like 50 bucks Mm -hmm. um but what would be super cool and i think you can do it but it takes a lot of programming you're gonna hack it but take my old ps3 sony you know six axis Mm-hmm. And, and pair it and use that. And, and you can, but you have to go through all these steps and it's kind of mm. a pain in the butt. But what would be nice is if newer technology allowed more of that legacy kind of um, connections and interactions. And it's not just not just Bluetooth to controllers. I'm talking kind of everything. Sure. So I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I like it, but I find it hard for somebody to try to to think about everything you might have like if they're making a new product and how it might be able to work with an older device. Yeah, or 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 if there's a company that came out with the, the you know, the company that makes the stuff that connects to the other stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I see that. Okay. Not, not the original manufacturer, but if there was like, you know, a company out there that that just that's all they did is just thought, how, how can we connect this with that and and mm-hmm. use their old old their old tech. Mhm. Yeah, so. I mean, so it's 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 a little bit I wish was, I just wish there was more of that. Right. It's a little bit ironic because I'm agreeing with you, even though I'm such a big Apple fanboy, and they clearly are the opposite of that <laughs> most of the time. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's so, true. So I like uh, it's a weird it's it's a slippery slope because there's this sort of graceful degradation sort of mentality, and and I deal with this with doing you know uh, websites, 
but it's it's kind of like trying to um, accelerate technology or try to, trying to advance technology while also um, you know being backwards compatible at the same time, and it's mm-hmm. I, and and I know. I don't know if in the world of physical technology, if that's, you know, hardware, if that's um, more so the case now, you know, I know in the case of the web, it, it certainly is that, that the technology, like the, the upgrade ability, like the, how fast a browser gets updated has, has accelerated more and more over time. Mm-hmm. Think, thanks mm-hmm. to the fact that Microsoft is finally doing a browser that's on a rapid release schedule now. But, um, you know, in the world of hardware, that's probably not necessarily the case. Um, like you look at Apple and they're doing <laughs> removing headphone jacks. They're <clears throat> they're going to strictly USB C now. That kind of stuff. Um, yeah, that's difficult. They they make adapters at least. Um, they're still yeah. They're not great. It also <laughs> people don't people do complain about that. I mean, there's people that are like all for the future, but then there are people like I mean, how many people have USB? what is it B, you know, and, and a, those connectors. And then yeah. now to just switch over to USB C. Um, I mean, that's such a small thing, but well, actually it's a huge thing really. Yeah. If you think about it, because I still, as much as I hear about USB C out there, like crazy, I still, I don't, I think the only thing I have right now that's USB C is the Apple TV. I have, which you don't even use USB C. They actually have it on there. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I really enjoy new tech. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, yeah. and every time I see no, new tech you come out, use... I drool over it. I love it. You but I just, use I, it also. yeah, I love. I one of my, you know, one uh, kind of little that. hobby that I have is repurposing old tech. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just fun. You know, I've got like an old SVHS deck that wow. uh, that I use to uh, convert Wait, to well, DVD. What is and, that? <laughs> As a super super VHS, it was like okay. it, it was kind of like a step <laughs> oh. between. It was, you know, like when they went to beta yeah. to VHS, they lost a lot of quality. Right. Actually, beta was a a lot qual- uh, more quality. It was a wider tape, but S V H S lost that. Well, with with super or S V H S was like super basically adding it added another channel mm. uh, uh, to give you a lot better video and audio quality. So. Hmm. Um, a lot yeah, of beta uh, was better, but the only thing that was lacking was the storage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. So, mm. but yeah, I just love I just love repurposing tech, and um, you know, if I can if I can use it with new tech, it's just kind of a little hobby of mine. I really like, sure, I enjoy sure. doing that. I just wish there was a company out there that would kind of uh, do more of that. Not not that the manufacturer like Apple has to do it, or like the uh, you know, or or Amazon has to do it. But if there was like like maybe that's a, maybe that's an idea for you know a a, a middle company you know maybe. A company between you know old tech and new tech that that's all they do is just make adapters and software for writing old to new and all that kind of stuff. Maybe you could be the guy to do that. Yeah. Ooh, there you go. This guy's the limit. Right Someone legacy legacy in the name. Dude, I still have like old so dims and stuff in my basement. You know, or or uh, oh. Uh, 32-pin Sims. I've got 32-pin oh, Sims for, like, 386s in my basement. Yeah, I got <laughs> crap like that. No, 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 probably never repurposed, but... I mean, <laughs> sure, you can repurpose those. Let's as, do it. As art. I still have some 40, <laughs> 486 motherboards down there. I could probably oh, throw geez. something. Well, that's the thing. Like, what do you do with your old 
stuff. Like I was thinking like maybe there could be some company that you could sell it to almost if it was too old, like some of that yeah. stuff. Well, but I don't know like who would take that and I am sure you wouldn't get much for it, but I know you would be surprised. There are some companies out there, even like um, my brother works for the railroad and um, they utilize really old mm-hmm. uh, tech for their servers and they run it on. And what they've done is they've now they're running. They're still running the very old software that they used in like the 80s and early 90s. They're just running it all on emulators, but they're still sure. using, utilizing that old software. Um because it worked and it was simple, so it was kind of funny. Because I've watched him log in, and he wa- he logs in on like a Windows 10 PC, and he you know gets in there, but then he gets it. It's 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 like it's green, you know, yeah. green letters on a back black background, and <laughs> it's super rudimentary. And you know, you're you're pressing keys for drop down menus, and it, it's kind of funny to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> one thing one thing I can I can say you can repurpose old uh, hardware for though is is art because I've got. Uh, it's back here, but it, actually, maybe I can bring it up here quick. This is gonna be real quick, like a, like a. Sorry, piece like this, we can hear. where it's like <laughs> a, a, a butterfly uh, thing that's using the <laughs> nice. There you go. This is a piece of art <laughs> an old uh, boss of mine had had given some of the employees, but um, yeah. That's that's one Maybe possibility. That's idea. Maybe it's an idea for one of your shows. That's actually got like a butter knife on it too, or something. <laughs> but uh, that is nice. Tech recycling. It's something, yeah. Or it, I mean, you can take it to your local recycling. So, I mean, at least our local recycling. Yeah, that's center. like the only thing to do is to take it to recycling. Yeah, center. yeah, yeah. And All I, right, I'm off myself. <laughs> there, <laughs> there is actually also, uh, uh, and Tony, I don't know if you're. I I saw this recently. I know because for like old tube TVs. You, mm-hmm. you, you know, at the recycling center, they would, uh, they would charge you 20 bucks, 25 bucks, something like that. I did, I did mm-hmm. read something recently that there's a place, um, nearby that might actually take them for free still. So oh, wow. there's apparently other places, other options like that. But, uh, I chopped mine up with a sawzall and threw it in the garbage can. <laughs> nice. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tony, was not. If you're if you're very careful, if you look it up on YouTube, what is that? <laughs> Tony, is your video off on purpose? <laughs> Something just happened. My Skype just went away. Oh no! Uh, well, wow, it doesn't. Um, hold on. That's just okay. keep going. Yeah, yeah. We're See, good. The, the thing is, if you, if you break the tube, you know, it can shatter because it's in a vacuum. Sure. And it can shatter is. at you. So the the safest thing to do is you you bust off all the plastic, you throw that in the in the garbage, you just mm-hmm. put the, the the very the the face of it down. And then what you do is you crack, you take a like a little hammer and just kind of tap the the ray tube on mm-hmm. the top, just enough where it cracks the seal, and all of a sudden you hear like a suction, like a oh gosh. And as oh. soon as it goes, as soon as it goes away, then you can break it up and throw it away. So <laughs> there is environmental concerns though, right? That's that's I think part of the reason they want you to recycle. Environment. <laughs> 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 maybe that, maybe that's what that maybe that's what that that's uh, sound was, and and you just like inhaled a bunch of something you shouldn't have. Or I don't no, know. it was the vacuum sucked in, sucked okay. in the atmosphere. Okay. It got rid of harmful gases. <laughs> okay. Well, I know that those um those tube displays they hold a charge for a long time, and if you open those up, you can get actually electrocuted in them. Oh gosh, well, I'm glad. I mean, you I mean it, it, if you didn't use it for a while, that, that's candle. Fine. All right. Don't try this at home, kids. 
Yeah. 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 This, this, is like, this whole episode has been a public service <laughs> for kids, apparently. <laughs> That's right. The more you know. The more you know. Okay. Well, I think we are now probably about ready to move on to talk about some of our experience with new tech apps or software. Let's do this thing. XP Boost. And Tony is going to take it away, I believe, tonight. Is that right? What? What am I doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. No. <laughs> no, yeah, that's right. Anyway, I'm doing the XP Boost now, and um, mine is my experience with switching internet service providers. Woo-hoo. And, um, okay, kind of backing up to when I first moved into my house, I'm like, all right, going with um, Uverse, AT&T. I think you probably had it at the time, Shane. It's probably why I'm like, all right, I'll go with them. I'll give them a shot. <laughs> um, yeah, what are Richards? Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, I don't know. I, I know Shane kind of, he, I, he probably has more experience battling with the uh, internet service providers than I do. Um, but anyway, I, I went with them and um, they made you at the time buy the gateway, which was kind of like their DSL modem, you know, wireless device at the time. And it was, I think it was like a hundred, uh, hundred bucks or something like that. And I'm like, well, I don't have anything, so let's try this out. So um, installation was free, so that was good too. And I was getting, uh, I think the package I signed up for, I think at the time it was 15 megabits per second, and it was like 50 bucks. Um, and then over time, they're like, we increased your speed for no reason. So then they went <laughs> up to, I think by the time, yeah, they did a couple of that. So. Um, they went up to, I think, uh, for the last couple of years, I think it was at 18. Um, and I, I got to give it to them year after year. Price did not change at all. Really like that. When I heard time and time again from other cable companies from, I think, Spectrum or Time Warner at the time. Oh, yeah, every year my bill goes up or every year this, that, and the other. And I'm like, well, it's pretty good. You know, I don't have any issue with that. Um, so I just kind of just stayed the same. But then after a while, I kept hearing like, well, you know, you're you're getting what speed? You should be getting, you know, something faster for that amount. So, you know, after a while of hearing that, I really didn't, you know, I, I kind of just played it off. I'm like, well, you know, why fix something that's not necessarily broken? So I kind of just, you know, just kept doing what I'm doing. But then after a while, I did notice that, um, you know, downloading like I would say like Warcraft updates and like Blizzard updates my uh, maybe Netflix would sort of time out and the streaming would slow down or stop when I was doing those big updates or it could be Windows updates or anything like that. So I'm like, really? Even if it's, um, you know, 18 megabits per second, you know, that's, should it be doing that? But then it's like, all right, maybe I should start looking into something like this. Um, so then, and then also kind of talking with you, Shane, you're like, just call our attention department and, you know, just threaten to quit right away. And, you know, then they'll try to give you something. Um, so I did talk to AT&T and, um, you know, they got me something better. Um, but I didn't really know it at the time, which anyway, they, um, they said that, um, for a little bit, I I think they kept my bill the same, but then they increased my speed up to 22 or 23 megabits per second. And again, this is DSL. This isn't cable like DSL. You're dedicated at that speed. Although I never really saw it either. You know, it's like the theoretical speed. Um, but it was more consistent, I would say, than, um, what I'm noticing with cable, but I'll get into that later. Um, where, um, what I, so I signed up for that. They're like, it's great. You know, we won't give you, we won't increase your price this, that, and the other. We're going to have somebody come out. And I was puzzled by that. I'm like, why do you need somebody to come out? I have all the equipment. Can't you just do something on your end? You know? 
Um, but little did I know they had to give me a new box that they paid for or that they that that I would have to you know pay for monthly instead of all at once like I did the last time. Also, I should back up a little bit. When I paid, um, when I got that gateway, they did something wrong and they double charged me. They ended up taking off that charge. So I really didn't pay for a gateway at that time. So I kind of got that for free. So that's also another plus for AT&T. Um, but anyway, to now when I'm switching. Um, so when the guy came to, you know, I said, you know, okay, let's do the, the update to, I think, 24 megabits per second. And the same bill. Um, the guy came out, and um, first of all, he was like two hours late, which I didn't care for. And one thing he told me to, that uh, when he he was just swapping out another box, but they didn't tell me I was going to be paying a monthly uh, a monthly bill for that too. So my bill was a little higher than it was before. Um, and he said you that that AT and T did not do it where you could use your own device. You had to you always use their device, and it was an additional $7 a month. And I was like, well, nobody really told me that. Um, or I might have considered doing my own. So I'm like, all right, whatever, just get that up. He's already an hour and a half, two hours late, so I'm just going to want the guy out of my house. You know, I want to get going with whatever I had to do that day. Um, so I got that kind of set up. He said, yeah, you probably don't want to change the password, the default password on here. And I'm like, the first thing I'm going to do is change the default password on there. <laughs> I'm just a little bit more secure than that. I mean, um, I set up my own, uh, you know, network, password, uh, SID ID, you know, all that stuff. So um, he kind of told me not to. I've, I wonder if he, I don't know what this guy was all about. Um, I didn't really care for him. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm not one of your brain dead clients here. I kind of know some things. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Um, but um, I just I just think he he just uh, if he would have acknowledged that uh, sorry, I was late, something like that. I might have been a little bit more, you know, I, you know, give him a benefit of the doubt or something. But he just came in like he knew it and he told me not to do anything that I clearly was going to do. And I did change the, the password and I kind of got the security set up on that gateway. And it was like. You know, no, there was no issues with that. But anyway, it was kind of locked down, too. Like, you really couldn't set up your own security on it. Like, you could, let's say, a cable modem, you know, through, like, maybe Spectrum, or if you want to tinker with it yourself to maybe secure your device a little bit more. Um, so, you know, I gave that new service a couple months, and then um, I would say maybe a month or two ago is when I actually, like, like you know what? I'm going to switch over. Let's do this. I'm going to go to Spectrum. Um, they have the introductory rate, which was cheaper than what I was paying now. Plus the speed is, the, well, they claim the speed is bigger too, um, which it is. Um, so the first thing I did was call AT&T, want to cancel. Of course, they're going to try to keep you to stay. And that's one of the reasons why I don't like talking to these people because they, you know, they just want to sales pitch me into trying to do something that I clearly already made my mind and I just want to stay and I don't want to tangle with that. So, um, Anyway, I went, I went through it. They said in my neighborhood that the best they could do was 100 megabits per second. I mean, 50 megabits per second was the most they could do um, with um, AT&T U-verse. And I'm like, well, uh, thanks for checking, whatever. You know, I think I'm going to go. Can we cancel now? How does this work? Do I need to have a new service installed already? And, and Or do you guys cancel like every month when a month period ends for a pay or whatever? And they said, or whatever? no, you and must he, stay. No, <laughs> no right? <laughs> But anyway, he said, um, 
um, that we canceled like the day of. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'm gonna call you back when I'm all set and ready to go. And he's like, okay. And then I'm just thinking, oh God, I have to go through the whole spiel again. Like, let's see what we can do to get you to stay. You know, because yeah. I, I, but I didn't have to really do that too much. Mm. Anyway, so um, I got my camel modem because I didn't want to do, um, I didn't want to do their monthly one because their monthly one with their package of 45 a month, where for the introductory rate, I think it just comes with a the router, but you're paying it monthly. I forget how much it is, but then it's like five you, bucks. It's five bucks, but then you know, like if you want a wireless one, I think you got to pay a little bit more. So I, I don't know. I didn't even care to look at that. I'm just like, all right, we're going to do this. I'm going to get mine. I got um, a surfboard. Um, I went a little higher on it just because I wanted that a little bit future proofing, you know, just for, um, you know, whatever. I didn't want to get something that was going to be a little outdated because um, I do like the speeds. Um, and, um, and then I went to Spectrum and online and it couldn't be easier to just order it. I just did that. I'm like a new customer. Do, 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 got it. Check, uncheck the, you know, or check that I have my own modem and then great. And then they had the, um, I'm like, I probably have to take off work or something. I, I mean, I'm thinking, I'm thinking old school where, you know, you had to wait between like, you know, 10 o'clock on a Tuesday, um, to like 3 PM next Saturday to wait for the cable guy. That's like the old school, you know, the, the stereotype, but no, like it's probably a two hour window and they had a Saturday option. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah. So I picked that and that was great. So, um, and they were on time. They might have been a tad early. Um, these guys definitely How knew what they, they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> I was um, going to say, Tony, if you need it, they actually have one-hour windows as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I thought I thought that whole process was great. The guys came. I felt bad because my dog was barking at the new person. Um, she's a sweetheart, but um, he obviously <laughs> didn't know. And I think he was a little scared because she's kind of a big girl. Um <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad. And he, he kind of, he wasn't having it too. He's like, I just want to get my work done and I want to leave. He was kind of like, which is, I can't fault him for that. Obviously he wants to do it, but he like, he was coming up the back in the backyard and he, she was running right to the gate where he was and he kind of closed it. Like, Oh my God, what you going to do? You know? And I'm like, Oh, don't worry. She's okay. I'm coming. Come on, Sammy, come over here. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, they then had to go up on a pole, turn something on. Then she um, tackled him. No, no, <laughs> Um, but yeah, and then he set up, um, you know, the, the cable outlet and, um, made sure everything was working. Although I already configured my, um, um, my cable modem before he even got there too. Just wanted, I wanted to be ready to go. Um, but then he wanted me to test it and, um, said if there's any questions, whatever, you know, call this number or whatever. Um, I haven't had any issues with it. Um, the only thing, um, is just getting up to speed with the, uh, um, just the different options um, on my cable modem, but that's more, that's not really on Spectrum, that's more on me. Um, but, and I've done different speed tests over the days and some some average, I mean, it, it's, I think the highest I've seen is 60 and then the lowest is maybe 30, but the way I'm looking at it is anything over what I had before, I think is a win. And I'm also paying less, so, and then on top of that, I also know like it's good for a year. I'm not, you know, I know, and then it, you know, it'll, it'll jump up. But when it jumps up, it's still a little bit less than what I was paying at AT&T. So that's also how I'm looking at it. So right now, I think I'm sitting pretty with uh, Spectrum. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, it's been good. Um, the only thing that really sucks is because I do have a, a, a Alexa and I do have um, some uh, smart home devices like lights and switches. It's kind of a pain to switch all that over to a different Wi-Fi network. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That took a while. And then I also have a Nest. Two thermostat and 
Um, the easiest thing is probably your iPhone and, and a computer. So, I mean, everything else is kind of a pain, but um, I got it all done. It's all set up now, so um, I'm pretty good. Uh, I don't know. Um, nice. I don't know if you guys have had any similar experiences. Shane? <laughs> <laughs> I've gone back and forth about five times between uh, AT&T and Time Warner, uh, and, I've, and I will likely be switching, um, <laughs> which you might, you might guess as something to do with uh, the technical difficulties on this very podcast uh, <laughs> come next month at the latest, I think, because um, as uh, uh, someone on this, on this current program may have informed me, uh, apparently they will buy <laughs> out your current contract uh, at Spectrum. Yes. <laughs> I wonder who it was. Um, yeah, full, dis- full disclosure, I work for Spectrum. Oh, yeah. oh, there oh, it is. Oh, surprise. Oh, this what? whole time. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I mean, so I can honestly say, uh, I think, Tony, correct me if I'm wrong here, but you had these notes written out before you probably even noticed Richard was coming on tonight. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah. So this was, not, this was not planned. This was not planned. <laughs> no, there's no way. Pl- it's not a plug for Spectrum. But. <laughs> Richard's not but they're like, great. Uh, threatening me. If I don't talk good only about Spectrum, he's going to. I'm going to share this on buy, sell trades in my area, my sales area next. <laughs> and I'll even say, I'll even say, I, I, maybe it took Spectrum Tony, a little Tony, I will approved. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I will even say that, it, like, um, it took maybe Spectrum a little bit to kind of get in the groove here, and when they when they bought out Time Warner, but um, yeah, like I like my my mom. Mm-hmm. I know she initially was having some still having some cost issues, but she's still with them because I think they I think they did end up doing something for her, you know. And she's, you know, at one point mm-hmm. I think they they got it they upgraded her to a. God only knows why she needs to record six things at once, but a uh, <laughs> a six. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Are there GDR boxes with that capability? Jeez, I'm out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I gotta I gotta say this. You know, I've been through two large company mergers. Um, I was with Singular when AT and T bought them and then mm-hmm. rebranded everything. AT and T. There was a lot of infighting between the wireless and wireline. Uh, mm-hmm. counterparts mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately customers mm-hmm. suffer um, and the same kind of thing happened here too when uh, Charter purchased Time Warner um, there was some infighting between reps and uh, unfortunately um, you know some customers had to pay the price for some of that uh, you know bad attitudes and things like that mm. um, you know I talk to a lot of people every single day and uh, their main frustration was actually not too much. Pricing was one, not not the service. It was mostly that uh, they called in and they had someone that was just rude. Mm-hmm. Um, which so it, it's unfortunate we have two large companies come together. You get infighting, but like Sh- Shane said, um, they've kind of worked all that out. Now a lot of it is uh, they've kind of swept the rug with a lot of Time Warner. Um, they've kept the best parts and got rid of the worst and sure. they've really done a good job with hiring new customer service, new sales, mm-hmm. um, and getting rid of, you know, people that were not, uh, nice, <laughs> I guess you could say. <laughs> so, it's good. Um, That's a good idea. <laughs> so yeah, if they so a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, that, ha- uh, that left, you know, before that happened, uh, it's just like, it's hard to, it's. 
you know, it's like I almost wish I could have like apologized to those people. But people that <laughs> yeah. stuck it out now realize, oh, Spectrum News, they're pretty good. So, yep. And yeah. I uh, and I think maybe they even reduced my mom's bill or something recently. I want to say, but um, because she is still with them, and I and you know, that's like I said, that's my plan here. Um, unless unless AT and T pulls off some miracle in the next within the next month or so but i mm-hmm. don't know how possible that is <laughs> um yeah but looking forward looking forward to that because um like i think i mentioned before i'm at i believe i'm at about 45 meg at this point download um so yeah anything. i will say this too you know tony i was gonna say you know you might want it to you say you're getting anywhere between uh 30 and 60 um, that's what I've, uh, whenever I try to do the speed test, I would say, yeah, I'm about that. Okay. Cause I was, I was going to say, I mean, did, uh, did you know, you didn't do a self, you said you had, uh, an installer come, mm-hmm. um, may want to see if there's anything that they can do. Cause, um, so far every customer that I've talked to, they've actually gotten over the hundred meg. Really? Um, yeah. Me at my house, I get 115. Um, I was actually just talking to a customer that I recent had recently set up and I said, so how's the internet? And they're like, it's awesome. I said, what do you mean? He's like, it's at 140. Ooh, and so, uh, yeah. So everyone that I have talked to that had been, had, that has been recently installed has been actually over the hundred meg mark. Mm-hmm. So wow. there might, there could be just some, maybe some um, bleeding in the coax, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe even just like a router reconfiguration that they can, help you with but i mean i know when you buy your own router you have to do your own configuration they can't really technically support it but they can at least give you the data that you can plug in Mm, so i'm just saying a lot of my a lot of my customers are getting over the 100 mark so good to know good to know (laughs) i'm definitely looking forward to that (laughs) Uh, yeah because i gotta say like 10 minute upload even even after i because i'm paying um 40, I think was what um, they reduced me. And that was a pretty dramatic uh, reduction, um, you know, than from what I was paying. And then recently, I think last month, they I looked at my bill and it was up to like 67. And I'm, and I'm like, hmm. okay. So I had to call them. And at first, it took forever. It took so much mm-hmm. time. And, and, and mind you, I, I think this the um, person I was speaking to was maybe new. Um, but it did take several just to get because because at first they were gonna be like oh yeah your promo's up I'm like no no <laughs> no it's not <laughs> trust me on this and they said but they eventually they figured it out but that's like I said it's only gonna be for another you know month or two tops before I end up switching because I made sure I was like so just making sure my contract's still up in March right <laughs> mm-hmm. she confirmed that so um, I will yeah very likely be switching but. At any rate, it'd be great. It'd be great for video streaming. <laughs> I think just having some some faster speed. There. Um, well, cool. I think uh, is that about it then for tonight, Tony? Yeah, I think I got everything. Got it all in there. Yeah. Got it all in there. Look at you. Look oh, at I you. I guess the other thing was that um, uh, uh, what was that? Spectrum did. Charge for installation. I don't know. They don't have free installation. Well, they, they, they do if you bundle. So basically, if you don't bundle, then they charge installation. Oh, yeah. I only did internet. I didn't do TV or anything else. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I disclosed that or not. But, yeah, Wait, just well, was, I, ISP, uh, internet service. So, yeah. Was that like a $100 installation, though? Or? <clears throat> Should be a 50 50 All right. That's not bad. 
that wasn't too bad, but yeah, just something to maybe you know, well-rounded. It's basically you know, like a security experience. deposit, kind of like a it's a it's a one month uh, payment, right? Sort of thing, kind of. Is that or what? It, okay. What was yours going to be? What is your monthly uh, payment then, Tony? Mine. Yeah. Forty-five. Forty-five. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's. that's all right, I set it all up. I did the little whatever the. Uh, Auto pay is. I kind of do that on certain things now. Well, that's the thing, right? Like after my years up uh, of paying forty dollars a month, that's going to get jacked back up to sixty-seven anyway with AT and T. So yeah, I may as well, um, may as well go to the forty-five, right? <laughs> for for a lot faster potentially. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, if you'd like to write into us, our email address is techiespodcast at gmail dot com. We are on Facebook and Twitter at Techies Podcast. And I've been actually trying to make a little more of an effort to post on Twitter lately, I think. But um, <laughs> it's, yeah. Anyway, What's Twitter? I say this every time. Yeah, it's <laughs> not, I don't know. <laughs> I still I still swear I'd use it more if their notification system were, were more, were easy to manage, more easy to manage, I should say, because it's like I, Every time I try, it's either all notifications or none. Uh, so I don't end up getting notified, <laughs> basically. But uh, you can watch, you can find us on iTunes if you go to our website, niceguynetwork.com slash techies. We have a link in there. We are also on Alpha Geek Radio and Stitcher, and we record Sundays at 6, 7 Central on our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch all of those now got it actually working today <laughs> consistently, so that's Yay. good. Uh, you can find Tony at, still at Why Not Big T, Tony? Sure, I'm still up there. Shane at Shave Mad Ox. Shane, me at Shave Mad Ox. <laughs> Richard, can, <laughs> uh, are you on Twitter? Did we ask this last time? Uh, I check it maybe once every other month. Gotcha. So if you like, I think it's just Richard Webster. Gotcha. So. Very original. No. <laughs> um, yes. No, it's good. I still ha- I ha- it's good. <laughs> I have one of the original Gmail Richard Dot Webster's. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I recently uh, changed. I got a. I got a Gmail that was closer to what my name is, and it's. Uh, um, except it's, it's it's a little bit, a little bit different than I than I would have liked. But anyway, without disclosing my email. <laughs> um, let's see. What else was I going to say? Wait, real quick. Thank you to. I wanted to say Drew, uh, which was on a previous episode. Drew, Eric, and Will all joined the chat, and we're saying things, and I didn't realize it until we were like most of the way through the episode, unfortunately. But uh, actually, maybe I can say some of that stuff right now. Drew said, "Shane Nation, uh, <laughs> Fire TV games are bull." Uh, <laughs> I don't know what O N Y is though. Uh, well, you can only backwards support so far back. Otherwise, it's a bleep ton of work. <laughs> I mean, should it also have should it also have a port for the N sixty four controller? <laughs> I thought that was the. Fun. <laughs> how about an Atari? How about an Atari twenty six hundred controller? <laughs> and then yeah! Tony will squeak your USB. I still got one of those. <laughs> and then Eric had said, uh, "I have to do that at my cheap." bleep now nah, i can say ass cheap ass school all the time i don't know yeah. what he was referring to exactly something what you were talking about i think tony but and then will was just saying what's up guys may the force be with you so <laughs> there you go shout outs to those and anyone else that joined uh including uh mike and uh richard was in here it looks like <laughs> so think that all about do it what do you guys think said i think that'll about do it for this evening 
Works yeah. for me. I think so. Thank you, Richard, again for coming on, especially last minute. Really do appreciate you joining yeah, us tonight. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Absolutely. Anytime. Find more shows at Nice Guy Network. Also, thanks, Tony. Find more shows at NiceGuyNetwork.com. <laughs> That's our show. Thanks for listening. And until next time, Tech or Easy. <laughs>